words are falling in the name of Jesus. We hear the chains falling, we hear the chains breaking in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And they overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I see the Lord causing you to overcome. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who enables you, who strengthens you, who watches over you. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise this evening, Father, for you are worthy to be praised. The book of Genesis chapter 28 verses 10 says, and Jacob went from Beersheba and went to Aran and he lighted upon a certain place and he tarried there because the sun was about to set. He took stones from of that place and he put them for pillows and he laid down a place to sleep and he dreamed and behold a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached heaven. And behold, angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your, your father, and God of Isaac. And the land where you lie, this will I give to you and to your seed. Amen. Amen. And then in verse 16, it says, And Jacob awoke out of his sleep. And said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. He was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning, and he took the stones that he had put for his pillow, and he set it, he, he, he set it, which he set up for pillow, for, and he set it up for a pillar. And, the, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of the place Bethel. But the Lord, the name of the city was called Luz at first. And Jacob bowed a bow to God saying, If you will keep me, if, if you will be with me, and you will keep me in the way that I go, and give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace then the Lord will be my God. This stone, which I have set for a pillar, shall be God's house. Of all that you give me, I will give to you a tenth. Now, the Bible says he was in not any special place. He just chose a place to rest. Chose a particular stones to make a pillar. And it was upon that stones, as he rested upon that ground, that God allowed him to see a, a dream dreams. And God allowed him to see a vision of a ladder, angels ascending and descending. And I want you to understand what, what Jacob saw there wasn't just a once-off occurrence. Jacob wakes up from his sleep and he says, Surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. 
That means how many times and is the Lord available to reveal himself to you but we so busy with life that we don't take time out to rest in him so that he can reveal himself to you in that place. I want you to understand, you, you may say, Pastor, but I'm going through a difficult season in my life. I'm going through a storm. I'm, things are not going the way that I wanted to go. But God can show up right there. Yeah. You will just stop, rest in him, and just begin to allow him to speak to you. There is always a word from God. God is always speaking. We are not necessarily all the time hearing. We are not all the time sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But I'm here to say to you, angels are continuously ascending and descending. Amen. Ascending from the earth, taking your, your, your requests, taking your petitions up to heaven. And there are answers coming back. He says they are not only ascending, but they are descending. Amen. They are coming back. That means when we say, when, when praises go up, blessings come down. When, when, your, when your worship, when your request goes up to God, the Bible says it, 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 it comes before Him as a sweet-smelling aroma. Amen? That means when, 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 when Jacob realized this, he says this is no ordinary place. These are no ordinary stones. He takes oil and he anoints it. And what was a pillow becomes a pillar. The thing that you are resting on today is going to become the pillar so that God can make his dwelling place in your life, in your home, in your family. I'm here to say to you, you can rest on, you know, none of us have ever learned to make a stone a pillar, a, a pillow. I mean, it's hard, it'll be uncomfortable. We all look for comfortable pillows, otherwise we can't sleep. Some of us go to visit other people and you can't sleep in the house. Because you're not used to that pillow. Amen. But imagine a, a rock or a pillow. But you know what? It became the place. The hardest place in his life became the place where God could speak to you. I'm here to say to you, in the hardest place in your life, God will speak to you. God's voice is never too far. The Bible says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always. So tonight, I pray that even as you would rest, I pray that even whatever you are facing, if you would just pause for a moment, if you would just rest for a moment in God, God will show up, God will speak, God will reveal himself to you in a mighty way. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we break every, break every chain, break every chain, the chain of fear. Father, the, 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 the chain of, of illness and sickness. You, the Father, the, the, the chains that try to plague our minds and of confusion, I pray you are breaking it in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, to every, every system in the bodies of your people to respond to the word of the Lord. I pray that chains are falling. Father, broken relationships, chains are falling. Oh God, and restoration is coming in the name of Jesus. Restoration is coming. Restoration is coming. Father, for everyone that feels bound, everyone that feels, oh God, that they, 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 they're just losing 
their minds. They're just losing their peace. They're just losing their joy. Lord, you are showing up in the mighty name of Jesus. Those that are losing their faith. Father, the chains over their lives has been broken. We hear the sound of chains falling. Father, give them a revelation of you. Let them encounter you. Not, we are not going to live out of the encounter of our fathers. We are not going to live out of the encounter of our parents. We are not going to live out of our encounter of our pastors and our leaders. We're going to live out of our encounter with you. It is our desire that each and every son and daughter of yours would encounter you. Because once Jacob encountered you, he didn't need any more convincing. He didn't have to know he's the God of Abraham or he's the God of Isaac. He says he's my God. Father, I pray today, show up. Show up in the lives of your sons and daughters. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. And everyone said amen. amen. And amen, amen, amen. Let's worship together with us tonight. Amen. And we just pre pre prepare our hearts to receive from the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. We just honor you right now. Oh, you are my strength. Strength like no.
there is nothing that is impossible for you. And so today we bring your sons and your daughters before you. Father, that you will show up in their lives, you will show up in their homes, you will show up in their families, you will show up in their marriages, you will show up amongst their children, you will show up at the schools, you will show up God, at the universities. We pray for our children that are writing exams right now. We pray to God that favor and good success. We pray, O oh Lord, that you will give them an alert mind, a mind that is able to take in information. Give them good success in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for all, O oh God, uh, just a covering over our children as they go into school, a covering, O oh God, over your people even as they go to work and in their places of business. Lord, we declare this the provisions of God. We declare the protection of God. We declare the presence of God. We declare the anointing of God over your over the lives of your sons and daughters. They will be blessed going out, blessed coming in, that they, oh God, they will walk, oh God, under the covering of the Almighty, that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's our refuge and our strength. Bless your people tonight. Bless us as we continue in your word. For the entrance of your word brings light and life. Speak to us this evening. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Bless the Lord. You may be seated. Amen. Thanks to worship team. Thank you to all of you that have also joined us online and to the online family. We just want to greet you, uh, many friends and family. We want to just greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Now, for Potter's House, this is uh, September marks our covenant month. Amen. It's what we traditionally will celebrate our our church anniversary. We call it our covenant uh, celebration. Uh, this is our covenant month. We covenant not only with God, but we also covenant with the local house that God has placed us, where we can get our nourishment and where we can grow. Amen. That means the Lord has establishes us in a particular house so that he can speak to us. He establishes us amongst a certain people because he wants to develop in us a certain gifting. So I want to speak tonight and continue. I started on Sunday. I didn't get much into what I wanted to share on Sunday. God is a God of covenant. Amen. And so I want to do a part two of it tonight. Amen. And so hopefully I'll get to complete everything that I didn't but I'm going to recap a few thoughts from Sunday. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, let's go to the book of Acts chapter 3, verses 25. One of the things that we know and we are assured of is our God is a covenant-keeping God. Amen. That means the way that God transacts with his people is through a principle called covenant. Amen. That covenant will bring us into dominion. Covenant will establish us. That means you cannot enjoy certain benefits that God has for you up until you come into a covenant relationship. That means not just a, a mutually agreed upon relationship. It's a, it's a relationship where I submit to the will and to the purposes of God. Amen. And, and one of the, the principles, and we'll talk a little bit about it, I want to do a series on faith. But under faith, there is the, uh, the concept of submission and subjection. 
That means when we come into the place where we are submitted to God, we can appropriate certain blessings that will come almost instantaneously into our lives out of submission. And we're going to break down a little bit on the teachings on submission. But Acts chapter 3 verses 25, for today we're dealing with covenant that every person has to enjoy the blessings of covenant. Amen. He says, you are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, in your seed shall all the kindred of the earth be blessed. Amen. That means the Bible says you are the children of the prophets. He refers to Abraham as a prophet and God says you are part and the covenant that I made with Abraham can be fulfilled even in your life. Amen. That's why the Bible says if you are uh, uh, if you are Christ then you are Abraham's seed and therefore heirs of the promise. Amen. Understand what an heir is. An heir apparent is somebody that is about and ready to receive what God has in store for them. Amen. Now an heir apparent means that they do not have to do much to appropriate what, what, is, what is there for them. All they have to do is position themselves and they will receive what, what is needed. Amen. So God calls you an heir an heir of the promise, a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Yeah. Amen. That means you are a part of a bigger family and a bigger principle that God has. So we understand that the Bible says, with the promise, the, the, the covenant that God made to Abraham, it says, in your, in your seed shall the kindreds of the earth, shall all the earth, all the families of the earth be blessed. Amen. And so we appropriate that blessing also for ourselves. So we understand it was not just restricted to the Jewish people, but the Bible says even as Gentiles, we have, we have now come, we've been grafted into the family of God and therefore heirs of the promise. Amen. So we, we understand that. Then I spoke a little bit and I closed off on Sunday on the character of the covenant keeping God. Firstly, I spoke about that God cannot forget his covenant. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That means when God said it, he, he will establish his covenant. In Galatians chapter 3 verses 14, he, he says he's redeemed us in order that the blessings given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles mm. through Christ Jesus so that by faith we may receive the promise of the Spirit. Mm. Amen. So we understand Part of that, 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 that lineage, that connection is Jesus Christ that brings us into that promise. So God does not forget his promises. The Bible says, I am God and I do not change. Amen. Amen. So that means if God said it, he's, he's done it, it's established. Amen. But the second element of the character of the covenant keeping God is that we need to reverence him and respect him. That means we have to come, what the Bible continuously speaks about, having the fear of the Lord in our lives. Amen. That means when we walk in the fear of the Lord, we walk in a place of reverence. I understand I am who I am by the grace of God. I understand that, uh, that, that some of the, the blessings, some of the opportunities that come my way would not have been afforded me if God did not show up in my life. Amen. It's through that connection of this 
divine covenant-keeping God that I come into that blessing. And I and I, one of the things that I find is that even within the, the, the church circles is sometimes we're very callous and very blasé about our relationship with our God. It's almost like he's our big brew. And we use words that try, try to kind of bring him on our level. He's not on our level. I mean, the Jewish nation but do not refer to God by his name. They do not refer to him as a place of reverence. Even in the, in the writing of the word Yahweh, they would leave out certain of the, uh, the vowels. Certain of the vowels. Sorry, they keep the consonants. I'm not trying to remember that. They keep the, the consonants and take out the vowels as a way of showing respect to who he is. But sometimes we that have been grafted into it, we don't understand the full intents of it. And sometimes that also plays out in our lives. So we got to come to that place where we honor him, we respect him, we value him. That means we won't, we won't take his name in vain. We don't use his name as a swear word or, or a promise by this. You know, we won't take a vow just like, uh, anyhow. We won't just make a comment about our God in, in just anyhow language. Amen? So we got to come into that place. He's a covenant-keeping God. But then we also see that our God of covenant, His character is He works generationally. Amen? He's the God of the Father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is a God, He, he operates under the principle of family. The Bible says it that he is the God of the families both in heaven and on earth. That means God's method of operation, the way he transacts with the earth is through a principle called family. And, and we know throughout scripture that the, everything that God did was he did it through a family, through a household. What started off in Jacob's household became the tribes of Israel then becomes the nation called Israel. That, that when the Bible says, out of you shall come a nation, he, he's talking about a people that will be formed, but God will begin to start. The seed will be a family. But out of it will come a nation. Amen. Amen? Yeah. And so sometimes, even in your families and in your homes, trust God to begin to work, not only in your generation. Amen. May there be an Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. May there be an Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. Amen. Amen. Judah. Let, let, let it begin to progress. Let it not just stop at a certain place. Yeah. Amen. Our God is a generational God. Yes, We've got to understand that we have to develop a generation of family. That's how God is a covenant-keeping God. He works with generations. Amen. And we, we, we read a little bit about it in, in, in Genesis chapter 28 today as we started off our God will speak to Jacob and remind him of the promise he gave to Abraham and on a different occasion a promise he gave to Isaac. Now fathers would have spoken to their sons but yet God will remind them I spoke this to your father and I'm speaking it to you also. That means the Bible is saying what I started I'm going to bring into completion something that God may have started in your grandfather and then been developed in your father. God can finish it in your generation. 
and God can build up a new standard for the, for the generations to come. That means I want you to start to understand Abraham's seed and, 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 the, and the vision of him becoming a father of many nations becomes fulfilled in, 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 in Jacob and in Jacob's sons. It doesn't come fulfilled in Abraham's life. The word came to Abraham, but the fulfillment comes in Jacob. I want you to understand this, that God is beginning to work generationally. And so start, don't take for granted your role in the processes of God so that the, your family can come into the position that God has determined. He's a covenant-keeping God. But then the Bible says that God is an unstoppable God. That means his blessings are unstoppable. Job says this in Job, uh, Job chapter 9 verses 10. He says he, for, he, he performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be, 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 be numbered. His ways are past finding out. His works cannot be calculated. God is a, one, a God of wonders. That's what Romans chapter 11 verses 33 said. His ways are past Finding out we, who can in the Bible says who can know the mind of God, for His ways are far apart. This is a covenant keeping God. You you're entering into a relationship with someone that's not going to let you down. He, he he's going to want to do everything possible to align you into the purposes of God. And then the last thing is our covenant keeping God is righteous and is just. He is holy. Amen. That means the the, the Bible says He's with you always. When we, when we join into covenant with him, it is forever established. But then there are some facts about the covenant. That means once we come into covenant, there are certain facts that we need to understand that are important to that covenant. Firstly, God respects his covenant. God is no respecter of person, but only those who covenant with him. Amen? That means we need to understand that God is not a respecter person. That means he don't look at your title. He don't look at your accomplishment. He don't look at what you have and what you don't have. He don't look at your lack and your, and, and your wants and your needs and your, and your haves and your don't haves. But God looks at you. So in, in terms of it, God is not in relationship with you for what you can get from you. Yeah. We get into relationships with people yeah. for what we can get from them. And sometimes we hold that same attitude when we have a relationship with our Heavenly yeah. Father. And God is not a respecter of person. He respects His covenant. That means when He says He respects His covenant, once God institutes a covenant with you, He's committed to seeing it fulfilled. That means our theme for this year is faithfulness and fulfillment because we have seen God is faithful yeah. and we were seeing that God will fulfill yeah. that which yeah. he has started. Yeah. He who has begun yeah. a good yeah. work in you will be Hallelujah. faithful yeah. to bring it to yeah. completion. I'm here to say yeah. to you, as we end of 2021, Porter's House, to the families that are listening, may the Lord be faithful. He who has begun a good work in you will be faithful yeah. to yeah. bring it to yeah. completion. Every promise, every word. Some of you have been seeing miracles throughout the year. Then you have started the year in one place, but you're going to leave. You're going to end the year on a better place. And you've got to start to understand God is a God of fulfillment. Amen. So, so the one fact is that God respects covenant. But second thing, the covenant is superior 
to the environment. That means, no matter what is happening on the face of the earth, whether it be an economic crisis, whether it be a, 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 a environmental crisis, whether it be a political crisis, whether it be a crisis, a social crisis, whether it be a crisis of faith, God, the environment does not change the covenant. Covenant is superior to the environment. That means when, 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 when Noah is building the ark and he's building something that is not conducive to the environment that he's in, he's not near a sea, he's not near an ocean, he's building a boat and the picture of something, if someone has not seen a great expanse of water but sees a large uh, 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 vessel like a house on land, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. When he talks about the concept of a boat, the people of the day didn't have the concept of it because they never even saw rain. Yeah. And so when he speaks about floods, he's saying there's dew that is falling on the ground and you're speaking about floods. There's no concept. And sometimes when God begins to institute a covenant with us, we, we, because of the minuteness or the, limit, uh, the limited uh, capacity that we have, mental uh, 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 capacity that we have, we cannot see it. But because he said, yeah. I'm going to believe. Yeah. Yes. Because he's going to say, prepare for rain. I'm going to prepare yeah. for rain. Yeah. If he's going to say, prepare that this, the sea is going to part, I'm going to prepare for it. Yeah. Uh, when he says, prepare that I'm taking you into a land that is flowing with milk and honey, I'm going to prepare for it. If the spirit of the people yeah. that left Egypt was tenacious enough to say he's a covenant-keeping God. When, when he spoke to Abraham and he gave the promise to Abraham and he says, your, your seed shall be strangers in a land and for 400 years they would serve under a slave, but I'm going to bring them out after 400 years and they're going to come out as a great nation. If they had that in their spirit and they knew it, when, 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 when Moses came to them and says, uh, uh, God is saying, let us leave this place. And when, when Moses would say to Pharaoh, let my people go, they, they should have stood up and says, it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to go. Some of us need to understand, it's time to go. God told us, you are here for a season, but after the season is over, it is time to go. Yeah. Amen. But the problem is, we don't understand. When we look at the covenant, we don't understand that covenant is superior. It doesn't matter whether the environment is not conducive. When you're under covenant, you are protected. Yes. Amen. This is a word for somebody. When you're under covenant, you are protected. The greatest guarantee of prosperity in hard times is when you are under covenant. That means covenant is the greatest guarantee of prosperity. This is what Job says in Job chapter 22, verses, verses 27. You will pray to him and he will hear you. You will fulfill your vows and what you decided on, uh, what you decide on will be done. And the light will shine on your ways. And when people are brought low and you say, lift them up. And he will save the downcast. Yeah. He will deliver even one who is not innocent, who will be delivered through the cleanness 
of your hands. He's, he, he comes to the place, Job, we know the struggles he's had. Job has, has lost a lot, a lot in his life. He's lost friends, he's lost family, he's lost children, he's lost wealth, he's lost everything. And he says, when you pray to him, he will hear you. When you fulfill your vows, this is important. Now, I want to speak to everyone that made a promise to God and says, God, if you would do this in my life, I'm going to do that. And you did not fulfill your vow. It is time to pay yeah. that which you yeah. owe. Yeah. If, you, if you believe that God should be held accountable for what he promised, then what you promise, because you can covenant with him. Yeah. When you make a vow unto the Lord, you make sure you keep it. Yeah. Many of us have made many vows unto the Lord. We have made many commitments to the Lord. We made many promises. The Bible says God is no man's debtor. We should live the same. Amen. He says you will decide on what will be done and the light will shine on your ways. He says he will, those that are low, he will begin to lift them up. I'm here to say to you, even in the greatest and the hardest times, God guarantees the prosperity of his people. Covenant also causes for continuous flow of blessings. Amen. You want to live in a, an environment where God is continuously moving over your life? Then you've got to understand that covenant is that that keeps the grace of God continuously flowing in your life. When you establish covenant, you walk in covenant, you live in covenant, you ensure that the, the blessings of God flows over your life. Sometimes we can stop the flow because we are not positioned in the place that God has for us. But you have to continuously engage in the covenant. You have to constantly stay in the covenant. The next fact is that covenant cannot be broken by any curse. That means no one can stop your blessings when you are under covenant. One of the things that I've seen of late, there are many people that speak adversely into the lives of other people. Instead of speaking blessings, even within the family of God, we speak curses. And today, the Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Yeah. No tongue that is raised against you in judgment shall stand. Amen. God will deliver you. Amen. So I declare today, because you are under covenant, no curse, no negative word, no foul mouth, no unsaved person, because no believer should be cursing. Amen. You should, nothing is going to stop the blessings of God but as long as you remain under covenant. That means that God, God has got an agreement. The Bible says, uh, this is important, if, if God has got an agreement with me and I know what my commitment to this agreement is, like I know that God has called me into ministry. I know what God is, the mandate that God has placed in my life. And I, I know that there are certain things that I have to uphold. And when I walk in obedience to that covenant and I stay within that covenant, I am make, I'm keeping my end of the bargain. Yeah. I'm keeping my end of the agreement. Mm. 
and when I keep my end of the agreement, there is an obligation on God to keep his end of the agreement. When I came into full-time ministry, the Lord promised me three things. And every time, every time when, when, when circumstances change, and I sometimes start to, to think what is going to about to happen, and I come before God and I said, you sent me this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to keep this. Yeah. What you require of me, I'm going to do. And now, Lord, I ask of you what you promised. You said, call to remembrance. Yeah. The things, the words that you have spoken yeah. to me. Not that you forget. Yeah. But it's to tell you I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Amen. Jesus. Amen. You know, sometimes I, we, we, we need to just take authority. Yeah. Take authority over every yes. negative word yeah. spoken over. against every witch and every demon yes. in hell. Yes. It's got no hold. It's got no yes. life over us. Yes. We declare that we are unstoppable. Yes. There's unstoppable, unbreakable blessings yes. and favor of God upon yes. God's children yes. Yes. that are walking in yes. covenant. Yes. You are entitled to enjoy more. Yeah. More than any of, like David, more than David uh, enjoyed, more than uh, Daniel enjoyed more than anyone in the scriptures enjoyed because I'm walking in covenant with my God. Yes. And I call to remembrance his promises. He's faithful. He's faithful to those that remain faithful to him. And God is going to show up in your life. You've got to hold it. You've got to get tenacious about it. You've got to believe it. But the fact is, the next fact is that covenant can be dormant for years until it is activated. It is what you do that causes heaven's reaction and heaven's activation of the promises that are built into the covenant that you have. Mm. Amen? That means God could have instituted a covenant with you, but it's dormant right now. It's not active. You know, you know, you know, you, you know they talk about volcanoes and they talk about a dormant volcano. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean it doesn't have any potential. It has potential to erupt, but right now it's like a, it, it's just sitting there, yeah. just bubbling. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you know, some people that are like volcanoes. <laughs> they're just sitting there. They're just about to. You know, all the body is moving. You can hear the rumblings. You can the sh the earth is shifting a little bit when they move the chair. Yeah. It feels like the whole room shifts. Yeah. You know, the, everything move when they when they, mm, yeah. then the whole house is rumbling with the, the, with the sound. But the reality is, the volcano didn't burst. It's just got the potential of bursting. Yeah. It's, it's saying it, it's ready to come out. All you need to do is there, is a, there are blessings and promises in the covenant that God has made with you. It's about to overflow. It's about to burst forth. All you have to do is engage with it. All you have to do is activate it. How do you activate it? With your faith. How do you activate it? With your confession. How do you activate it? Is by you saying, God, I'm walking in the principles of your word. And as I walk in that, it's going to begin to move in my life. That's what God is about to do in your life. There are many people in scripture that prospered through covenant. Abraham, the Bible says Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Mm. Isaac, in the book of Genesis chapter 26, the Bible says in a time of famine, he dug wells. Mm. Yeah. He dug wells. He dug the wells of his father yeah. and water began to flow. 
he, the Bible says he, he planted fields mm -hmm. and he got a hundredfold increase in the year. His flocks, he got a hundredfold increase in the year. I'm here to say to you, the things that you have is, is going to multiply in the season of famine. Hey, yeah. the things that you have, yeah. the things that God has entrusted to you is going to multiply in, in your hands. I'm here to say to you, the assets that you have is going to multiply yeah. in your hand in the name of Jesus. Jacob prospered through covenant. You know, Jacob, when he has his second encounter with God, and the angel of the Lord, and he says, I won't let, let you go till you bless me. Yeah. I mean, even, even in the scripture we read today, mm. Jacob, uh, towards the second part, he comes in, 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 in verses uh, 20. He says, and Jacob bowed a bow, and he says, God, if you will be with me, yeah. if you will keep me the way that I go, yeah. and you will give me bread to eat, mm. and clothes to put on, so that I come to my father's house in peace. Then Lord you will be my God. I'm here to say to you. You got to understand. Say God if you're going to keep me. Yeah. Lord if you're going to be with me. Yeah. Lord every day when I eat my meals. And I, and I have clothes to put on. Lord when I see you. You beginning to watch over my children. Watch over my household. You protect me. You keep me. Lord you my God. Mm -hmm. he, he, was entry, he, he was maintaining a covenant with God. Even the, the next encounter he has with the angel, he says, I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. He, he, he walks after that with a limp. Yeah. But he's blessed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, hey, I don't mind limping as long as I'm blessed. I, I, I don't yeah. mind having a hip hop. But the reality is if I'm blessed, it's all worth it. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Come on. Some of you wanted, oh Lord. <laughs> no, 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 Lord. Yeah. Hip for no hip. Lip for no lip. Lord, I'm going to believe you. Joseph prospered in covenant. Had hard times. But God prospered him. He was remembered. The Bible says the children of Israel, when God brought them out of Egypt, there was none feeble amongst them. Mm. They even came out of Egypt prosperous. Amen. They worked for years as slaves. But the moment that they were going was a the time they had to cash out. Mm. Amen. I'm here to say to you, your ATM account is increasing. <laughs> it may not be in your bank right now. But the time when you're about to step out of Egypt... They're going to come and give you stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see, yeah. you, you know what happened? They, 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 they got jewels. I mean, when, when later on when they make the golden calf, where did the gold come from? They were slaves. Yeah. Where did the gold come? The gold came from the Egyptians. Mm. They just did not know what to do with it. When you get gold, just don't put it in your teeth. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> make sure you know what you do with the gold. When God blesses, you know where to put it. Yeah. Amen? So, 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 so God is about to bless you. If God prospered Abraham, and he prospered Isaac, he prospered J Joseph, and he prospered Jacob, God can prosper you. Yes. Can God trust you? Yes. Can God trust you? Yes. Amen. How do I trigger, how do I activate covenant? 
Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Amen. I don't want to rush it. Yeah. I don't want us to get to how do we can trigger and activate how can we appropriate covenant. Amen. Let's just bow our heads together. bring your sons and your daughters before you in the name of Jesus. As far as the east is from the west, so far have you removed our transgressions from us, our sins, our iniquity. Today, let us walk in covenant with you. Let us be mindful of our commitment to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to your people. Show up in their lives. You're a covenant keeping God. And may the blessings of the covenant. Overflow in the lives of your children. In Jesus name. Amen.